0: Every day, we rely on food, fuel, and fiber. But how much do you know about these industries we depend on? In this podcast, we dive deep into the production and processes of these everyday essentials. This is Field Points, an original podcast production from Siri Solutions. Welcome back to Field Points. I'm your host, Morgan Seger. This is the eighth series of our podcast, and this series might feel a little bit different. We are going to be breaking down the most frequently asked questions we get across our energy and feed divisions. In this first episode, we will be joined by two of the admin leads, Erica Manns and Sylvia McConnell as they share their answers for some of these questions. Throughout this series, I am joined by the series Solutions Digital Marketing and Communications Manager, Callie Curley. I'm really excited to learn more about energy because
1: I'm the one managing our social media accounts where most of the questions we get asked are about energy. How can I find out more about becoming a propane customer? Um, which of your fuel locations are open on these dates? And I always have to go and ask a professional. So today we have the professionals sitting right here with us. And I'm going to take some of that information away too. We are well known as a farmer owned cooperative. And we talk a lot about the services that we provide to farmers, especially in the fields with our agronomy team. And one thing that I think we could talk about even more is our energy side of the business, the fuel that we're providing to our farm clients, our propane customers who are residents in small towns and cities across Indiana and Michigan, and our commercial clients.
0: Now let's meet our first guest for today, Sylvia McConnell.
1: My name is Sylvia McConnell. I've been with
2: Ceres, the co-op system for 22 years. It was 22 years in March, and I've had a variety of roles. Started out here when it was North Central co-op as um, admin and then went into the role of office manager. From there, I had the opportunity of taking on, as field manager, managing the office and propane and refined fuel drivers. From there, it's been uh, two years now that Erica and I have worked together as admin lead. Took on the, the position of energy administrative manager and propane lead for Series East. There again, as I said, 22 years experience had previous experience in propane at a previous company prior to coming to the co-op system and say once you get in the in the propane business you never get out the service man that is here now at series actually worked with me at this other company and he contacted me let me know that someone was retiring and that I would be a great fit at the co-op and it has been it's It's been a great ride. Just makes it nice growing up in Wabash County and knowing the farmers and just comfortable.
0: Sylvia is the admin lead for the East. Today, we also have Erica Manns, the admin lead on the Western part of the series territory. I am Erica
3: Manns and I have been with the co-op for 22 years in September, it will be. And I just started out when we were Jasper County Co-op as a receptionist at what was the main office in Rensselaer. And through the changes and mergers, um, I worked at an agronomy branch for almost a year, Decided that part of the company just wasn't for me, so Mm -hmm. I was able to get back into the energy side at the energy office in Rensselaer, and I've been there ever since, and as an admin, and then just worked my way to an admin lead last couple years and working closely with Sylvia, which has been really nice on the west side of the company.
0: Erica and Sylvia, walk us through what the admin lead role is and the goals they're trying to accomplish. Uh, We just kind of work together to make sure we're using the same forms,
3: uh, work together to get letters that we're going to use to send to customers so that we're all using the same letters and we get those out to the admins that do the jobs of sending those. Our
2: goal at Ceres is one series. There's a variety of co-ops that come together. We're um, trying to get on the same techniques, same forms, same process, same... Be consistent. Yes. There again, we want the same result for our customers, no matter where our customers call. They're going to get the same result, the same great customer experience from Sirius Solutions.
1: So even as the company continues to grow, we still have that local experience where you're seeing familiar faces, but you're being served at the level that you'd expect from a large business because of the way that you can streamline across all the locations. Correct. That's a great service to our customers, I think, too.
0: Now we're going to dive into some of those frequently asked questions. And the first question we ask them is, what is energy at Series Solutions? Well, energy is just
2: that. Energy is gasoline, diesel, both on-road and off-road, or as it's commonly known as farm diesel, lubricants and propane. It's the products that keep our vehicles, large truck, farm equipment, commercial equipment, and homes powered. And these products are the energy behind it. We get asked, well, is that it? Well, without energy, where, where would anyone go? Energy is a starting point which allows our farmers to plant their crops and also harvest their crops. Without energy and getting to work, mowing your yard, general everyday functions, that would not be easy without the energy behind it. That's why Ceres, on our refined fuel side, We only supply our customers with American-made, country-marked fuels, um, supporting our locally-owned farmers and business owners of Indiana and the greater Midwest. So that's energy. It keeps, keeps everyone flowing.
0: With fueling stations and delivery available, Sylvia answers, how do customers get our products?
2: There again, through the fueling stations that we have, we have a lot of commercial companies, uh, a lot of trucking companies that go into our fueling sites, and, you know, individuals.
3: Which is why we offer the Voyager cards, because it can come back and charge to their account with Ceres, and they can still keep what they get delivered at home, along with what they pick up at the station on one account and pay it monthly.
1: What is a Voyager card? Would you mind telling us a little bit about that?
3: Well, a
2: Voyager card is a fuel card, a refined fuel card, that an individual can set up an account with Ceres, go through the process of setting up an account with Ceres, and also there is an application for the Voyager card itself. Once that is approved, there will be a like a credit card set up to use at our fueling sites. There's a pin number linked to the card so we know that the correct person is using it, and you can set up different options. You can set up if you want to know the odometer, reading each time, Um, but it's a fueling card that you can use at our many sites and across the country to purchase fuel, purchase gasoline, diesel. So it doesn't have to be just a series. It does not have to be just series. It it is a countrywide card that
3: can be used. That's very cool. Like trucking companies that go outside of our territory can use them still,
0: and it can come back to their account. Another frequently asked question is, what programs do we offer through the energy division? Next, Erica is going to break down how those programs work for customers.
3: So a lot of people want to know what we offer for programs. Um, So for our farmers, we do have the opportunity to let them contract both their refined fuels and propane. And then for our residential propane customers, we do offer a prepay, a flex price, and the budget program. So, to go in more detail for those, we do set up customers on scheduled fills that they have to purchase 400 gallons or more to be able to receive that information. The program locked in price is from October 1st through March 31st of each year. And with the prepay, basically we can tell them what their average they purchase in the winter time between those months of October and March, and they can prepay for those gallons, give or take, you know, it will not be those exact gallons. They can do a little less if that's what they can afford. If they wanna do slightly more, cause maybe we had a mild winter and they think we might have a harsher one, they can do a little bit more and then they would pay upfront for those gallons. For the winter and be set so they kind of worry free through the winter that they don't have to pay for it, it's already paid for. And then we offer a flex, which is it does fluctuate. We have like a minimum price and a maximum price, and it's competitive within what the market's doing at the time we're able to lock in. And it's also October through March of each year. And then they know that their price isn't going to go, you know, if the market gets crazy like we had a couple years ago with COVID happening and it goes to, you know, three, four dollars, and that price is maybe. The maximum of $2.99. They will never pay over $2.99. If it was $1.99, they would never pay over $1.99, even if that price goes to three or four dollars a gallon. And then we also offer our most popular option is our budget because it's where we take how many gallons we deliver through the whole year, and then we lock in a rate again through from October through March, and they can we divide that out by 12 monthly payments so they can make monthly payments for those that can't maybe come up with. The money to pay all up front they're at least kind of budgeting themselves they can feel a little more at ease uh, you know in the winter time when they're having to get a delivery every four to six maybe eight weeks and that being possibly a thousand dollars a delivery that they are paying monthly so they're not having to come for that back-to-back months. Those are all for propane, um, and we do offer also with the budget, due date of every month is like the 25th, but with budget we offer where they can do direct debit so they don't have to remember to pay it. It'll come directly out of their account, and we do that on the 15th of every month. We have a little bit on refined fuel for like people that have fuel oil home heating. We do offer a budget with them. It's not quite the same. Unfortunately, we don't offer a lock-in price necessarily for that, but they can at least try to estimate and guesstimate what to pay monthly and they can still do
1: that. So on both sides of the energy business, it's not one size fits all. If you're doing business with Ceres, this is the plan. It's finding different ways to make things work for our customers so that it's convenient for them, affordable for them, and that they wanna keep coming back. Correct. That's
2: right. Our service staff, our admins do a great job. You know, times, times can get tough out here and times are tough out here for some people. They get asked a lot about energy assistance we do offer energy assistance to our customers. All you have to do is contact our offices. The admins do a great job of referring customers that are in need of energy assistance to the agencies around their local county and getting that word out to them also. Yeah. So we do offer that also. That's and that's,
3: that's in the winter time because that program doesn't open up till November 1st typically, and then it runs through May 15th-ish. It just depends on their funding, because if they run out of funding sooner, they might shut it down sooner. So that's all you know, based on state guidelines. And then they also have the option, um, if they are in a dire crisis, that they can also go to their local trustee too and we can help find that information for them as well. We don't necessarily have programs to help people, oh, you know, right. with, in our business, we have outsources that we can get them to.
1: So 20 years ago, when you were first starting in your roles here, how what did those programs look like then? Have we seen a lot of change and development of programs over time? Is this a longstanding?
3: Um, I know for me on the west side, when we did a budget, we did not include summer, just because it was a locked-in rate And in the summertime, it wasn't locked in, so we always had just like a 10-month budget, and then you paid for your summer delivery. But we since redid that for a full 12 months and included that. And then, you know, your lock-in rates, obviously, just from October through March, the six months of winter, what we consider. But other than that, I don't think
2: that no, it hasn't changed that much. Mm -hmm.
0: If you're interested in learning more about those programs and other ways, Siri Solutions can help with price-risk management I encourage you to go back to Series 2 and listen to Episode 1 with Bruce Richmond. Now Sylvia and Erica are going to answer how to check your tank levels. We do get that one a lot. Uh, A lot of people have no clue when they Come from the city and roll into
3: a country town how propane works you know it's not like natural gas where there's just a pipe always running into your home and you don't have to worry about it there's a tank you know in your yard and there's a gauge on it and you lift the lid it's like zero to 100 and it's a percentage gauge so it starts where you can see like 5 10 20 you know and it goes up from 10 from there and in the red you'll see zero to 20 is red which means we don't want you to get that low you know we want you to call when that tank's at 30 percent because we have our guys on routes and we can get you scheduled in when he's in the area so you just look at it and it'll tell you where the little needle is and
2: we like to keep our customers on scheduled fill so we take take care of them so they don't have to worry about reading their tank that's a service we provide during our through our scheduled fill course, we do have call-ins. We do have customers that, that want to take that charge and and take care of their own. Yeah. And so, that is one of the processes. And I know people forget, but that is one of the processes when our service staff goes out on the first time, and they show them the gauge and they show them how to read it. And we give them a safety flyer. Our customers are always number
3: one. We're always doing everything we can to educate them and the drivers too sometimes if the homeowner necessarily maybe they couldn't be home so maybe their parent or a sibling or a friend is there when we have to do the initial uh, reading of the tank or system test sometimes if they're home and the driver is there they can catch the driver and they can also show them how to read that tank if they're uncertain or come into the office and talk with the ladies and You know, we do the best. I know at our office we keep a gauge in the office so that we can show it to customers and point at it and explain to them how to read it. The house I grew up in, I don't even think we had natural gas, it was all electric. So when I started working at the co-op, as a receptionist, of course, I'm not even dealing hand in hand with the products, you know, I'm getting phone calls and the biggest one was how do I read my tank and I'm like, I honestly have no idea, I've never seen a tank so the credit manager at the time um he was an old farmer and he comes out he kept hearing me say this a few times he goes erica let's go (laughs) he takes me out because we had propane at the office and he takes me out lifts the lid shows me everything so the next time somebody called in i was able to help him because i couldn't i couldn't help him i had no clue that's one of the starting
2: points we we let him get acclimated to the office yeah and then as you see outside here the wabash office there's two thousand gallon tanks that's one of my process is we're gonna take you out here, you're gonna read the tank. We usually take new employees out when they're setting a the tank and it just helps them describe to the customer what's going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and gives them a better understanding. Yes. Now that you know how to read the tank level, Sylvia and Erica did have some precautions you want to take when checking your levels.
2: The um, only thing dangerous would maybe be a bird's nest or a... a beehive. 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 yes. Wasps. Wasps yep. love it. They good. attract to that yep. smell of propane for some reason. We have had snakes wrapped around inside. Um, I know when I was field manager being
1: out, we had a rat up in the lid. I give our drivers credit because I think that would have been my last day of work. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Now the gauges can stick with the weather change that's something especially with the cold weather that we always try to tell our customers when you lift that lid kind of drop it and let it fall hard because it will loosen that up if it's gotten stuck from the cold weather and they can open it again and see that might have dropped you know another 10 percent because it was just stuck from the temperature change we also have uh, in the summertime at our office we have a paint crew usually we hire um, kids just graduating high school or college students coming back looking for a summer job to go out and paint tanks that you know, just need some upkeep. And we always tell them, keep a can of wasp spray because you will need it. Mm. If you see one wasp, you just start
0: spraying (laughs) because you will need it. (laughs) And watch for the birds. (laughs) Next, I asked if it was safe for customers to paint tanks.
3: Uh, Within reason, yes. That's what I was Um, saying. It has to be certain colors.
0: You don't want dark colors
3: because that'll track the sun and cause it for more expansion of the propane. Um, So you want, that's why we, you know, ours are white with either a red lid or a green lid. And that's what we try to keep it at. So it identifies that it's, you know, with a series tank, that it is also a series tank, because you can identify by the colors who to go to, possibly, if you need to know who owns that tank. We yeah. do have customers that have done that, and like I said, we don't. We have somebody that has one painted like a corn cob, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. one like a cow. <laughs> I going to say, we have a cow. <laughs> yep. Cow, yeah. As long as so. it's
2: labeled that, you know, if it is our tank, that... Yeah. The customer, other companies know that that is our tank. That's not a yeah. customer-owned tank.
0: The next frequently asked question is, does Siri Solutions fill customer-owned tanks? We do fill
3: customer-owned tanks. Uh, they do have to have a data plate on them. They have to, you know, be able to show that it does not belong to another company because it is illegal to fill other companies' tanks. You right. know, nobody can come around and fill ours. Um, not supposed to, and we don't go filling, you know, another competitor's tank.
0: Since Siri Solutions cannot fill another company's tank, I asked Erica to share the process of switching to Series Solutions propane. Which is a pretty easy process, honestly. We tell them to let the tank get,
3: you know, we don't want them to run completely empty, especially if in the winter time, but get low enough and then we just kind of watch it see how much they're using to get it as low as possible you know we like to try to get it down to about five percent if it's especially summertime when they're not gonna need it for heating and then we'll come and set that tank aside get ours all hooked up replace regulators with ours and then they can call that company and have them pick up their tank.
2: Do a system check to make sure that the system is properly running correctly. No leaks. No, no leaks. We get the serial numbers and model numbers off the appliances. We are not an appliance specialist, but we make sure that we have all the appliances that are running on propane on our system check so we know in the future if they would happen to change their system we can say oh you
3: added a heater and we don't have that on our previous system yeah. check so which brings another point that it's really important if a customer does have to replace an appliance that is propane they let us know because we will come out and do another system test, test and it is free it is a safety we want to make sure their system's safe and nothing happened during that process of switching out an appliance or a furnace anything fittings yeah. didn't get tightened enough and anything maybe can happen. The
2: because
3: yep. stoves have to be there's different fittings for natural gas and propane gas so if you know, if they bought it from an ards, you know, 90% of those are set up as, if not all of them, the as natural. The yes. are natural gas. And they have to be switched over to propane, which is not something we do because we do not do appliances. They have to have appliance repair person do that. But we do come out and check it when it's complete.
2: There is a certain percentage daily use depending on number in the household, how much product they would use per day.
3: Furnace, of course, being your biggest usage.
0: Our next frequently asked question is what is a tank monitor and how does it help me manage my propane?
3: So as we've mentioned before, you know we like to get our customers on scheduled fill and um, our customers that are on scheduled fill, we have started putting a device on the tank to help us monitor the percentage uh, closer. And so we put monitors on there. It will read back to us and let us know when that tank is at about 30% so we know to get them on the list to get a delivery. So we just started doing that in the later part of 2022 and the technology has been wonderful it's been a learning curve for everybody the customers our employees you know all of us have had to learn how to adjust to something new a new way of reading the tank but it is a lot more efficient than the degree days that were calculating it because you don't always know if somebody's going to use a wood burner and then stop because they don't always think to tell us, hey, I'm not burning wood anymore. I'm going to go through a lot more propane. Or if they've used an electric heater to offset some of the cost um, or just to keep it a little more centralized, you know, then they don't do that. You can go through a lot more propane. And so that's not going to take into account when we're doing a calculation that's behind the scenes. But that monitor will say, hey, this tank's at 30%. You need to go get it topped back off. So it's been a real adjustment but it's been a very good adjustment for everybody. It's been a good experience. I feel like we've had a lot of feedback from customers just loving it because we've been out there and they don't worry about it as much.
0: I asked Erica if someone is on Keep Fill and they have this tank monitor and they see it get below 30%, does that customer need to call in to Siri Solutions and let them know?
3: They can call us and let us know. I mean, it doesn't hurt to have the extra eyes and we can look it up and say, yep, cause it'll go, you know, we get it on dispatch and we can look on our dispatch and say, yep, you're on the schedule. So when he's in your area this week, he will get you taken care of, you know, gives them a peace of mind too. And they don't have to worry about it.
2: There again, these are, these are man-made units. And they can stick. They can stick, they, can, they can, can fail.
3: How I've said, you know, with the colder weather, you know, the gauges stick for that gauge sticks, it's not gonna read, cause it's gonna say it's at 70% when maybe it's stuck and you gotta check it again bang and the lid. Yeah, bang the lid and get it down to where it should be. And, but we do have like on our system, it tells us if that gauge has not moved, it will alert us saying, hey, you need to go check this. Something doesn't seem right. So we've got checks and balances that help us with that as well.
0: I asked Sylvia and Erica, how many Siri Solutions customers have these monitors today?
3: I we've done about 20,000
2: since 2022. It's been a great, great program for our drivers, our staff. And it helps the
3: drivers when we know a storm is coming. You know, sometimes you have those customers that have a long lane up a hill and you know that snowfalls, you're not getting up that hill. They can look and be like, okay, they're at 40%. We're going to get a storm. I'm going to go top them off now because I know I won't make it up there for maybe another four weeks. So it gives the driver the peace of mind that they don't have to worry about that customer. They can see where they're at, you know, and know whether or not they need to get there before that storm.
2: And as other companies know, I know they've had issues. You know, CDL CDL drivers have been hard to come by, and we are very fortunate to have the great drivers we have. And we've had, with these monitors, we've been able to take drivers that aren't familiar with another area, and it's allowed us to bring them into that area and still deliver a great amount of gallons. Because it's automatically there again, along with the, the monitors, it allows us to use our tank file and our routing program and route these drivers step by step. They have turn by turn. They know exactly where they're going, whether they've been there or not. And they, it shows the serial number of the tank so they can verify and they're able to get large amount of gallons in an area that they are unfamiliar with. And that has been a great asset to Ceres. Yes.
0: Another way that Ciri Solutions is leveraging technology is through their P3 safety system. Well, it's
2: an automated program for our safety leak checks. When we set a tank for anyone, we make sure that the system is up and running correctly, make sure it's free of leaks. And this is a new automated system that we just started here recently, probably six, eight months ago, and our drivers and service staff, they can either enter it on a tablet or a lot of them use their phones.
3: They seem Mm -hmm. that their phones work great. It allows them more information because it talks back and forth with us in the office rather than having it all on paper and having to turn it in to get it into that system. And then they can see what's previously been done as well.
2: Right, and then all the customer, yeah, like she said, all the customer's information is imported directly.
0: Digitizing the process of these safety checks has improved accuracy and efficiencies.
2: Instead of getting the hard copy back and scanning in the or entering into the system and then scanning it into the system, it's it's taken two and three steps out of that process. So yeah, yeah it makes it more
3: efficient. And then this way, like I said, the drivers or the service tech that's out there can see. Where, you know, everything's at the office paper-wise, so they can't just see that. So this allows them to see, you know, what was there before to know if something was changed.
0: Another way the admin lead and the team at Siri Solutions have worked together to improve the customer experience is by standardizing the process of incoming calls. We've
2: done so much in the two years, so I don't have an actual time period, but I believe it was right away we started. Once we got admin leads, we had a phone committee Committee put together and we had multiple phone systems that we would try out and test and we came to a conclusion we've been working on i know the wabash office was it was
3: last year so we've been on it a year already same i think we've been on it it was last april or may that we at redsler started on it and it's been amazing right you can get a
2: phone call anywhere without our trade throughout our trade area with the phone system that we have And if, say, someone calls Crawfordsville, but yet they want to speak with me, Crawfordsville can easily hit a four-digit number and it automatically transfers to me. So Right to her office. Right, yes, directly to me. So it's nice that no matter where you are throughout our trade area, that we can, one, with us being the leads and making it one series as the same processes, you can take a phone call anywhere and get the same customer service. But two, if they ask directly for somebody, we can automatically, no matter where we are, we could be in Hart, Michigan, and they could still transfer a phone call to Wabash, Indiana. So that's what it makes it nice. We're
3: still, we don't quite have all the locations on yet, but it's still a process and it'll, it's nice because even if somebody calls in, let's say the manager, like our propane manager, John out of Rensselaer, you know, he covers several locations. So he may not be at Rensselaer every day. So if a customer calls in and there's something that they need to talk to him on, I can transfer it directly to even his cell phone. It doesn't even have to be another landline type phone. It can go directly to his cell phone. So if he's in his car, he can answer that and take care of something that's necessarily needs to be done. You know, if he's not available, they can still leave a message on his cell phone so he can get back to him right away rather than having to wait for him to get back to the office. It helps a lot.
2: That makes it nice if someone does need to speak with their driver, say they forgot their cell phone. We don't willingly give cell phone numbers out, but it makes it nice that we can
3: just transfer that to a driver's cell phone. We try not to, again, like she said, you know, we want them calling the office when they need a delivery so we can dispatch it, you know, and that leaves them free to keep going and making sure the deliveries are getting made without phone calls coming in and interrupting their day so they can take care of more customers during the day. So, But it helps that sometimes they have multiple sites and they just need to know, hey, I know he just delivered, but I don't know what site it was at. Obviously, we're not going to know either. So that's something the driver would have to answer.
1: The process of learning all of this new technology, it is a process for the series team, right? It It is a process. process. Learning new ways of doing things, of keeping track in a different way. But for the customer. They should have the same great experience. Even better. Better service, faster service. And not having to call an office and go, oh, it was the wrong office. I have to find a pen to find the other number. They'll give me the number, but I have to call this other person. You're actually streamlining it. In an even yeah. bigger way for them so our yeah. team is doing all of this work and More learning efficient. all these new technologies and we yeah. recognize that we've probably got some drivers listening that are like yeah some of this stuff has been challenging right to learn right. but once you get it implemented right. it's yeah. better for the customer and eventually hopefully it becomes better for the team too yeah. like you start to
3: and the biggest thing for the team is for the ones that have been here longer is just changing your habits you know
1: the adjustment yeah and
3: just remembering, oh, wait, I can do this easier this way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go to the old way, you know. You
2: can place an order online. That's nice also. And that order goes into our call center here at Wabash, and then our call center then ditches, dispatches those out. That's another nice feature that series offer, the phone if you don't want to. If you're a technical guru, then get online,
3: <laughs> place your order. and Or maybe and, you're at work during the day right. and you can't call us, so this yeah, makes right. it convenient to where they can... Contact and that's both us. refined fuel and propane. Mm-hmm. Anyone can place an order online. There's a form when they ask to place an order on our website. There's a form they'll fill out that'll ask for their account number, their name, their address, phone number, what percent is in their tank, because that's very important to know, and also how much they want. Our minimum delivery is 200 gallons, but they can also fill their tank, you know, ask for a fill or just for the minimum 200 gallons. And that 200
2: minimum is for refined fuel and or propane. Yeah. We try to keep it consistent number to make it easier for admin, yeah. admin staff.
0: If you're interested in learning more about the technology and tools that the series solutions energy department is using to improve efficiencies and safety, I encourage you to go back to series two and listen to episode number two with John Leedy as he goes into some of these tools in more detail. In our next episode of Field Points, we will be wrapping up this conversation with Erica and Sylvia and tackling more of those energy frequently asked questions. The show notes for this episode will be available at series.coop. That's cere dot C-O-O-P. If you enjoyed this deeper dive, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Your review and feedback will help other listeners like you find our podcast, and we are so thankful for that.